What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Sister Sister Podcast. I'm here, your host, Bianca, back with my lovely host, Alfreda. Hey, y'all. I am my name. out of it today. I was. I That's didn't it. know if I wanted to hit you with the Alfreda. I just wanted to Frida. Or the Freda, like, you know. The Alfreda, Mama Cita, yeah. you know. I didn't really know what You get a pass. Mean. You get a pass for whatever you want because you're about to pop. Bro. I'm nine months heavy in this bitch. Okay? <laughs> okay. Like, this too much. First of all, being pregnant is ghetto. Let's just start there. On the next episode of That's a Ghetto. Being fucking pregnant. Being pregnant. It is. I don't okay. know why we keep doing that. Well, I mean, it's your first time, but. <laughs> why do I keep doing this? Like, it hurts to walk. It hurts to think. It hurts to blink. Like, it hurts to wake up. It hurts to go to sleep when you can go to sleep. Right, when you can, when the insomnia ain't kicking in. I know. It's just ghetto. All y'all people that can relate, just let us know because. And then Eric just keeps pissing me off every time. He's like, oh, I can't wait for her to come. Like, shut up. I'm sure you right. can't. You don't gotta do shit. So you can snuggle her. Right. So my coochie could be fucked up. Shut up. <laughs> pissing me off. Earlier, I was like, look at these witch hazel ice packs. You don't feel bad for me? And he was like, no, because childbirth is a beautiful thing. I said, excuse me. I was slapping Okay, the shit so out of you. squeeze this baby out of your penis head. Right. Thanks. I was slapped the shit out of you. You talking about, no, I don't feel bad for you. He was like, no, like, thing. I mean, I feel bad that you're going to be hurting, but babe, I'm telling you. I was like, shut up. I'm about to divorce him. Oh, okay. and by the way, he needed me to make it very clear. He would not let me live it down. That I would not confess my love for him on our last episode. He said, <laughs> oh, so you want to have your listeners thinking we not married? That's what you want to think? <laughs> when he said he had a fiance. Oh, he goes yeah. From, <laughs> fiance. He's a psycho. He goes from having a fiance to I'm his wife to I don't fucking know. Fuck out of here. Tell him don't claim nothing that he ain't trying to put nothing behind. Like, I fuck said, out of here. I said, oh, so we married? He said, yeah, we married when you want to be a psycho. I was like, mm, I guess you're right. True. I guess you're right. So, I married y'all. I just had to let y'all know. Okay? Congratulations. My man, yeah, my man, he was acting type crazy. He's not so. playing that. He's not playing that shit. He wasn't playing that. Right. But, <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about a bunch of ghetto shit. You know, baby mom, baby daddy shit. I know. Bitter baby mamas. Bitter. Ugh. Right, bitter right. bitches. <laughs> so, everything kind of coincides, which I like. I'm feeling. So, we're going to start off with some ghetto shit. So this week's That's So Ghetto is Moneybag Yo's Baby Mama. We didn't have time to fit her in last episode for That's So Ghetto because that was like more like when it happened. But we knew it went really good with the basis of the conversation today. Mm -hmm. So we just we just saved her little ghetto ass for this week. We were like, (laughs) we're going to hold you down, girl. Don't worry. We got you. (laughs) You still getting featured. Right. So here we are shouting her out. So. We're not sure if her name is Whitney White. Yeah, it just says that's one of his baby moms. But on the article, it correlates her with the incident that we're right. talking about. So I think that is her. And her she goes by China Santana, I think on Facebook. Right. And Shorty Bug on Instagram. Right, like, I mean, she looks like a bug. But <laughs> here we are. So if you don't know what happened with Moneybag Yo's baby mama, Moneybag Yo bought Ari Fletcher, aka Purge Mask Mommy, a Lamborghini truck for her mm-hmm. birthday. I don't even know how I know she's young, right? Like she turned like twenty four or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. All these she's people young. are younger though. <laughs> um 
but she been around the town you know she's g herbo's baby mom she was dating javante the boxer you know she's been around she gets around the industry yeah um she was with young ma but yeah she's with Moneybag yo as of recently Mm -hmm. um and i think we have spoke about her before on one of the episodes where um some girl has said something to her man in passing this was dumb yeah okay yeah but did we did we get to do that one? I don't think we spoke about that one. Oh, we didn't speak about that. Yeah, we we didn't talk about that yet. We didn't talk about that yet. Oh, that was the, that that was for a later episode. Okay, so we gonna bring them back for right. another episode. Okay, <laughs> but we yeah, bring that, that's done. We bring Ari back. Um, so they've been dating for a little bit now, but I guess uh, right before he got with Ari, he was still messing. You know, like most men still do, still mom. dipping back to his baby mom, and he had bought Ari a Lamborghini truck, so. His baby mom had posted, like, oh, that's how we do it, baby daddy. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, I see you. Um, but then she went live, and then it became, like, a thing. So, right. she went live um, trying to convince everybody that she wasn't, like, upset about Ari per se. However, she kept referring to Ari as a hoe. She was yeah. like, <laughs> y'all trying to say it's about Ari. It ain't it's about, about a hoe. Ari. And I, first of all, where's she from? Nigga. I don't know, but her accent. She was like, "It's about the nigga, <laughs> ain't there about a hoe." I was like, "She was like, it ain't about R." I was like, "So never about a hoe." <laughs> okay, Google Translate. He was like, I was "Down like, south slang." Right. She was like, "No, it's never about south. the hoe. It's about the nigga." But really, like, it's about both of them like you're that's why you're mad yeah so then it started like this whole social media thing because you know how everybody want to be on social media like giving their little opinions mm-hmm. because there's nothing but fields and fields and fields of bitter baby mamas on social media <laughs> fucking fields of right so then it was like oh i don't understand how no one's understands how she's upset she was with him for so long and she had his kid and blah 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 so then it brought up the topic of conversation like if you automatically get a token because you're somebody's baby mom like one take that shit off social media if you found something wrong with it or mm-hmm. he's lacking in an area with his kid or whatever the fucking case right. is you have his number right and that's like that's not even what she said like it's just seemed like she was mad that she didn't get a Lambo truck that she didn't he probably get bought her a Civic <laughs> right she was like wow was like, i'm straight i'm straight it ain't there about the hoe it ain't there about the hoe it's about the nigga like what are you talking about she was like oh i been knew about her nine months ago i was with him nine months ago he used to pull up to my house on the phone with her what are you what are you talking about right what are you talking like, about what is the point of this live right like what was the point of your tweet and then people like in the background were like telling her like chill chill she's like no ain't no chill i ain't turning it off i was like <laughs> i was like Girl, listen to your friends. Right, because you're making Somebody should have told you about them lashes. Somebody should have told you about yourself. Somebody should have got you together. But since they didn't, at least listen to them telling you get right. off this live. Right, because they know you sound stupid. Like, like, what was the purpose? There was no purpose. She's bitter because, like you said, she didn't get a lamb truck. Yeah. And she, what she she said in the video, she said, I I do the leaving. I I ain't get left. I do the leaving. So why are you mad? Right. So if you left, why are you on social media, bitching about the nigga? Like 
Go on about your about business. About a truck you didn't get. Because if somebody left me, I'm not buying them a hot dog. I'm not buying them a bag of chips. I'm not buying them nothing. Right. I'm not buying you nothing. Nothing. But, nothing like, nothing, did you nothing. think you was going to get one? Oh, that's the how we're doing it? Like, um, that's his girlfriend. Right. And if that's the got problem. Her, if he would have got her a Honda. It's like these baby moms want girlfriend privileges. Right. No. That leads us into well we got our inspiration which is like it's inspiration but it's also a good quote for everybody to live by sis bros everybody the niggles <laughs> so the quote is never trust your tongue when your heart is bitter how you feel about that i feel like honestly people need to think about this before they log on to facebook yes because oh if people thought about this before they made these statuses, then they would be like, you know what? Let me not even. Because there's so many times mm-hmm. where you go on Facebook and it'd be like, my baby daddy. And then it'd be like, never mind. <laughs> He's the best father in the world. We're like them posting a picture with a kid. And it's like, wait, what? Yes. Like, well, he didn't come over for a dick appointment this week. Yes. Like, what happened? He didn't pay for your hair. What happened? Like, what did, what did he do that was had no right. relevance to his child that pissed you off that now he's a deadbeat? But then all of a sudden you're and he's everything's father next week. Yeah, because sis, it don't change that quick. It don't. It don't change that quick. He obviously did something to you. They don't. So change like, that quick. <laughs> right? It takes years. It takes like thirty something years. <laughs> and don't even grow up. Like what the fuck? <laughs> he definitely ain't changing in a week. Facts. And that that quote also resonates because it's like, you know, they always say like, think before you speak. Like yes. in any situation, think before you speak. Like you can speak out of anger and. You may mean those words mm-hmm. at that time, at the time, right? But I feel like as we get older, we have to take a step back and think about how we sound as adults, mm-hmm. like yeah. or become adults, right? Let's start there, right? Exactly. But this kind of reminds me of like the um, the thing where it's like, uh, don't make like a permanent decision based off temporary feelings. Mm-hmm. That's what that kind of reminds right. me of. Because like, there's nothing wrong with being hurt you're entitled Mm -hmm. to feel betrayed or pain or upset or just you know what i mean like things didn't work out your way that's Mm -hmm. that's a natural emotion but to gear your movements Mm -hmm. because of your pain is not okay because you're not in the right headspace Mm -hmm. you're not thinking clearly yeah which in this situation not not saying that his baby mom is a public figure but obviously people are gonna listen and people are gonna you know what I mean? Bite off of that, and people are gonna see that. Like perfect you just example. Make yourself dumb. Like the other ghetto person, the lady on social media who went to go light her ex's car on fire. Oh my! God. Okay, she trusted her bitter heart to lead her to try to set his car on fire and burn her eyebrows off. We don't even oh know if this God. lady has a face. <laughs> Honestly, and it's like. It's one of those things that we were talking about the other day. Like, it's not even it's funny. It's not funny, but it's it not is. funny. Why are we laughing? Yeah. Because, like, what made when you I watched think, it, like, this is about to be real fucking smart? Honestly, when I watched it, Should it wasn't until the third time I watched it that I laughed. Because I was so scared. scared. When I first saw it, when I you was, knew what was going to happen in the end, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was so scared that she was dead. Right. When, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God. And then... As I watched it more, that's when I started seeing the funny shit. Like, oh, look the, the way she crawled and, you know, all that other shit. Or, like, how her hood came off when the fire <laughs> ignited. Like, because it's like, bitch, are or you like, 
stupid. Why would you light it with that lighter? Like she's just and there's also like like I don't know if it's just like mature mind people are. Everybody's just not mature, but I feel like. Bro, just leave. Don't talk, never talk to that man again. If it was something so crazy that you were like, I'm gonna light his car Bro, on fire, no, burn this not shit. even. That was her ex. Y'all was already broken up. Oh this God. is not even oh your current boyfriend. Forget that even, nigga. This is not even. We just argued today, and I'm upset. Like y'all broke up. You're bitter that y'all are broken up. Who knows if she seen another girl in that car at a red light? Who knows what the situation was? But it was her ex's oh car. My God. That is you dumbass. And now, now you look dumb. Now you look no, stupid. No, now you really look dumb. No, that's what I'm saying. No, I mean like physically. Right. Like now you look because when you have to explain the burns. Yeah, I was caught in a fire that You're I. You're gonna be set like, oh my God, are you ex boyfriend? Are car? you a house fire survivor? No. No. <laughs> I'm a bitter ex-survivor. At this point, I think that there should be like, you know, how they have like AA meetings and shit like that. There should be a bitty, bitter baby mama meeting. Yes. Like where they have to stand up and say, hi, my name is so-and-so and I'm a bitter baby mama. I wanted to say a name, <laughs> but I didn't. That's I mouthed it. <laughs> you know what that is? Gross. gross. Okay. <laughs> And I'm a bitter baby mama. And right. then they have to come together with a counselor and that helps and them recognize their like, issues. Thank you for coming. Yes. And then they get tokens for every week that they're not bitter. And right. they're like, this week I really wanted to do this, but I didn't. And everyone like starts clapping and they're like, yay. That's that's how it should be at this point. Because it should, No, it's out of fucking hand. This is it's a pandemic at this point. Okay. <laughs> We're living in a bitter baby mama zoo. Pandemic. Okay. Because, okay. So starting off, and this leads directly into our conversation. Like it yeah, just crawls let's right get into it. it. So starting off, <laughs> crawls like the Okay, starting off. Okay, so we're talking about bitter baby mamas and boundaries hell. with baby mamas or baby daddies because there's some baby daddies that take care of their kids full time and they may be bitter or something. Who knows? But. <laughs> I don't think we should get into bitter baby dads because they're just well okay okay boundaries definitely boundaries right and bitter baby mamas because they just yeah. like, it's a different breed it's a whole it's episode. a different yeah it's a whole episode okay so breed. the main problem is bitter baby moms are bitter because the relationship ended so they think that this child that they made or children that they've made in this relationship are pawns. They turn from children to pieces on a board. And they use them to guilt. Control. Mm-hmm. Right. To guilt the dads. And that's like the worst. That's just the worst fucking thing. But that's not even where I was trying to head. Because I feel like that could be like four episodes long. Okay. With the fucking toxic shit that can go on between like a co-parenting relationship mm-hmm. gone wrong. My thing with well, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I meant to lead that into, yeah, like, yeah. the... The boundaries. Using the children to be like, oh, well, I have your kids, so you should right, do right, this right. for me. I mean... It's what creates... Yeah, the co-parenting is... Yeah. Another realm. So, basically, this all... This this topic of conversation started off of a Facebook post. So, someone had put on Facebook, like, this post that said, um, should baby dads be required... That 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 was the word Mm -hmm. in capital required to support their baby moms fuck no 
Now, this went viral, right? So I reposted it. And I was like, like, honestly, I'm tired of seeing these dumbass posts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm tired of bitches getting pregnant thinking it's a meal ticket. I'm tired of people thinking that just because you have a child with someone and that doesn't work out, that that's your man for life. Right. Like, if I call, you need to answer. Right. If I need this, you need to respond because I had your child. Right. That has nothing to do with you. Now, this was my opinion prior to getting pregnant. This is my opinion while being pregnant by somebody. This is going to be my opinion afterwards. Mm -hmm. If me and Eric, God forbid, do not work out, that man don't owe me shit. Right. As long as he's here for Brooklyn, he does what Mm -hmm. he needs to do for Brooklyn, which I I have no doubt in my mind about. I've seen the type of father he Mm -hmm. is. But that is my concern. Mm -hmm. It's my child's well-being. Right. Not the fact that I chose too high of an apartment and -hmm. I can't pay my rent. You know, like how people like to be like, if your child's mother isn't taken care of, how is your child okay? No, 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 no. To right. me, that's a bullshit excuse. Right. If that bitch goes and self. decides to turn into a crackhead tomorrow, that's his. That's his fault. Is that my fault? That's his fault. That's because his problem. She, because she decided to do crack. Right. Like, if you can't bear the equal responsibility of that child, that's right. A personal problem, mm-hmm. and at that point, as a parent, mm-hmm. you need to speak to the other parent. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's not like, oh, I need you to give me an allowance every week just mm-hmm. because I had your kid for myself. Right. Besides you taking care of your kid. Like, the conversation needs to be, I can't handle this right now. Mm -hmm. Can you bear the responsibility? Mm -hmm. That's that's what maturity is. Mm -hmm. I feel like too many times people feel like because you've had a kid with somebody, you're indebted to them. And it's like, if we're using that mindset, then why is it only one way? Mm -hmm. Why is that only when it comes to your baby mom? Because I don't see any of these bitches... Like, oh, my baby dad is so broke and he's struggling. Your car don't need to be paid. I got it. Right. His sneakers is definitely leaning. I'm going to just hit him up with some money. No. No. Never. No. Never. But bitches expect their rent to be paid. Their nails to be done. Their nails to be done. Come cut my grass. Right. (laughs) Um, Pick me up. Take me grocery shopping. Oh, I just know. Can you shovel my car out? Like. Like, I'm not your boyfriend. Right. Go find a nigga. Exactly. It's like. Do my does my kid need anything? Right, exactly. Is my kid okay? If I can't get my car out with the snow, then your kid ain't straight. If I'm not straight, then you're not straight. What? Like, all right, well, I'm gonna come pick no man man up and I'm gonna just <laughs> like, take him to school. <laughs> you can you get gotta find out how to get it work. Right, right. Like, I'm like, I can come and teach you how to shovel. Like, I, I I don't get I don't get how that doesn't make sense to people, and it's like, you know, everybody has. Uh, you know different points of views and mm-hmm. I feel like there's nothing wrong with if you both are on the same page that's fine if mm-hmm. you and your significant other or you I mean you and your ex mm-hmm. you guys break up and he says you know what I'm just so elated that you gave me this baby and y'all just broke up it doesn't have to be the worst case scenario because everybody's relationship isn't toxic and he's like I'm going to pay half of your rent for the rest of your life great great that's what works out for y'all but is he required no he's not required no that's the issue it's like it's not the fact that certain things work for certain people Mm -hmm. that's fine that if that's y'all agreement that's y'all relationship that's y'all business y'all look out for each other great cool the fact that the bitter baby mamas feel obligated right feel like 
these men have to take care of they them. They feel like in addition to Miss Whitney White, like, wait, you did this for your girlfriend? Right. I should have a matching one. Like, it's not about me. It's about the You should have bought your girl the 2019 and me the 2020 because I popped your kid out. No. Right. No. Right. No, sis. Because y'all both decided to lay down and make this kid. So y'all both right. need to work it out to take care of the kid. You take care of you. Right. He can take care of him and you guys both come together and take care and of him. Like, and that's how it should be. I was having a conversation with Eric because I was saying like, I feel like a lot of the times where things go wrong and like, um, when people break up and then mm-hmm. they be like so asphyxiated because I, I, I don't understand it. Right. I've never broken up with somebody and gave a fuck about mm-hmm. what they did the next day. Literally. Whoop, 24 hours later, you mm-hmm. don't exist. Um, but I told him I said, I feel like where people go wrong is like, everybody is not meant to be a parent right um but i feel like you don't become a parent like when your kid gets here like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like from the minute you pee on that fucking stick and you see that and then this ain't everybody mm-hmm. but i feel like your that's when your starts like right that's when your ready. mindset needs to change mm-hmm. i feel like you're not a half of parent mm-hmm. you're not thinking halfway right you know and again this isn't for everybody because everybody doesn't have that mindset everybody doesn't you know Mm-hmm. take care of their children the way their children should be needed to take care of yeah but i feel like i don't base any decision with him in mind mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah i consider him in things but i don't rely on having him there mm-hmm. not that it's not his responsibility but anything can happen at any time you god forbid to do it on your own right mm-hmm. you have to be able to want to take care of this kid and understand that this kid needs you and mm-hmm. understand that it is your job it is your duty mm-hmm. to take care of this kid solely mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because god forbid like i said even if it's not a toxic situation mm-hmm. god forbid that person don't make it home tonight right what are you gonna do everybody don't have support everybody don't have an extended family everybody mm-hmm. everybody's gonna have someone that's gonna say oh i understand and i'll be there but do you will you right. really have it right so i feel like a lot of times where these situations go wrong it's because people are too dependent on the other person being there Mm -hmm. if you worry less about that other person being there and you understand that regardless you got this Mm -hmm. what their moves will affect you less right not that it shouldn't be equal it for sure should Mm -hmm. and i'm all for people if they're not um getting equal help going to seek the help that that needs Mm -hmm. you know going to seek the resources Mm -hmm. that are available to them because you know not everybody's perfect. Not everybody's mm-hmm. a perfect dad. There are deadbeats out there, but there's deadbeats mm-hmm. in both. Right. Deadbeat moms and deadbeat dads. So I'm all for going to seek whatever resources are for you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking right. about the situation where you have an active parent, but you're mm-hmm. more concerned with who he's at the movies with. Right. Than, than your child. Than your child. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to get in the mindset of, I got to hold this down regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is my child. This is my responsibility this is my burden at the end of the day i chose to have this baby Mm -hmm. and i feel like if more people thought like that then they'd be less concerned with how often they're calling for the kid Mm -hmm. how many times a week you're stopping by how Mm -hmm. many my kid's straight i make sure my kid's straight yeah (laughs) so what's the problem they good right like they're good regardless like Mm -hmm. you gonna be here you gonna be here you're not you're not cool they're not lacking Mm mm-hmm yep especially over no dumb shit so <laughs> like they're not lacking because he went on a date tonight like right. relax <laughs> right that's how it be like they're good. oh you came to see your kid every day this week but now you can't come over on friday because you out with some bitch mm-hmm. like, you're always putting bitches over your head right like 
Wait, you just said he came over every night this week. Like, first of all, that's OD. Like, who wants to see their baby dad that much? Okay. Right. Like, for that live together. Every other weekend. Yeah, like, for that live together. Right. No. Right. Why y'all didn't fucking stay together if that's the case? Because I don't want to see you that often. Mm-mm. So, also, what's really, like, crazy is the bitter baby mamas who get into relationships. Mm-hmm. And still be so like fixated over. Oh, girl, have their... we been there before? Lord, they still be so fixated over their ex or their baby dad or whatever, taking care of of them also. Like, just because they have a kid with this one and don't have a kid with the other one, like, oh, well, this is your responsibility because I have your kid here and you have to make sure I'm good mm-hmm. because I have your kid here. No, I have to make sure my kid is good. Right. God forbid you can't pay your rent and now you're homeless i'll take my kid mm-hmm. great but like sis you're gonna have to go to the shelter or something yeah like, and realistically it's like sorry realistically when you date somebody it's not their responsibility to take care of your kid however mm-hmm. because i feel like that like when when i hear people say that it just gets on my nerves because i feel like that's not true we're not right. gonna go anywhere right like it, it will never go anywhere like unless you plan to date just for the sole purpose of having sex and like you don't plan on this person meeting your kid you don't plan on growing with this Mm -hmm. person then that's fine but if you ever plan on having a family Mm -hmm. that person is going to have to treat your kid as an equal right they're not gonna be able to be like oh that's your problem Mm -hmm. um your daughter grew up your kid your daughter over there she got a fever i'm gonna Um, take care of mine over here yeah uh, you might want to handle that right Uh, your daughter uh she in the bathroom she's complaining about some shit i don't know you need to go handle that like what it's never gonna work out Mm -hmm. so it's like no your baby dad's response shouldn't be like oh ain't so-and-so over there he should be able to handle that but realistically why are you fucking somebody who cannot handle that right Right. (laughs) like the last person i'm gonna hit up my baby dad for is rent if i have something living in my crib makes no sense because then makes no sense you're gonna need to fucking leave (laughs) right if I had to turn to this nigga for money, exactly, like, you're gonna have to go. If he even needs to know that I'm in a situation, you're even bummier than he was. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like now I gotta hit him up. Right, I'm, it's just too much. I've heard the, like you said, like no baby dad shouldn't be like, oh well, like don't you got a nigga? Like mm-hmm. I've heard that before, and it was like mind boggling because right. it's like, like what? It, it it wasn't even somewhere I'm like, oh, I'm short on rent or I need gas money or right. my nails aren't done, my hair's not done. It wasn't even that. It was legitimately It like, was legitimately something about the child. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck is you talking about? Like mm-hmm. he has nothing to do with it. Exactly. This meanwhile his baby. Meanwhile, he wouldn't hesitate to do it. So what this you, isn't his baby. So what are you questioning anything for? It's before that. I don't remember what But <laughs> right, like in life. Right. Yeah exactly so like this don't have shit to do with you sir yeah i'm talking to you about your child ages ago but still <laughs> like the conversation like no one should depend on no father okay with a bit of baby mom or without a bit of baby mom i know bitter baby mamas are cringeworthy Oof. they're fucked up but don't resort to you got a nigga over there he can do it mm-hmm. as long as y'all stay on the straight and narrow and take care of your child we're not gonna bash you these bitches we know bitches be crazy so if they're yeah. one of those baby moms 
We're not gonna bash Which you. is unfortunate because they out there, but Ugh, they? honestly, if people just worried about their fucking kids, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be half these issues. Right. Like I love Eric to death and I'm constantly threatening him, you know, because that's just me. I'm just crazy. Mm-hmm. But real life scenario, God forbid we didn't work out. I would not want to make his life a living hell. Right. Like, I know my daughter will have the best father. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I know he would never put her in a situation or have her around anybody that he would not trust. Like, we know right. how Eric is with his kid. Right. Like, yes. you know, like, no doubt in my mind, even if he was seeing someone that I would know this person mm-hmm. is going to be safe around my kid. Right. Because I know that he would not have. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, he, right. he wouldn't. He's One, he's too paranoid. He's too protective. Um... And you know what I mean? When it comes to his kids, his judgment is immaculate. Like, he does not mm-hmm. play no games when it comes to that. So, you know, yeah, it might be an adjustment emotionally. I mm-hmm. feel like that's, like, a normal thing. Yeah. But it would be less about him having someone and more about me just having to adjust to, like, my kid. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, if someone is treating my kid amazing, that's right. what you want. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'd rather if something didn't work out with me and him and... He had moved on or whatever, and Brooklyn was coming back home, and she's like, "Mommy, I like Daddy's girlfriend, right. or Daddy's girlfriend did this." I would rather that than right. her being like, "Yeah, when Daddy's girlfriend brushes my hair, she hits me in the head, or blah blah blah." Right. Now I gotta kill a bitch. Right. Because so, only I can pop my daughter with the fucking brush, bitch. Period. Like, <laughs> so, so now you know what I mean. Now, now that's just too right. much. Right. I don't understand why don't. and now I can't see my hand. Like, it's just too much. So mm-hmm. I would rather that if something didn't work out, that they're around someone that. Is caring and loving and nurturing mm-hmm. and who I can trust. You know what I mean? Right. Like, who I can text and be like, hey, is everything okay? Or, you know what I mean? Especially, mm-hmm. like, we have daughters. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to the fact of splitting between households, God forbid my daughter, I would call her, period. Right. I would want her to feel comfortable enough with whatever females in that house mm-hmm. to be able to Turn know. To, yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Even your, your dad. Be comfortable enough to be like this person is going to nurture her because mm-hmm. i couldn't be there or you know take care of her mm-hmm. or as they grow up a, a heartbreak you never yeah. know you never know she got a little summer boo thing at her daddy house even though they're not allowed you know we're all, we mm-hmm. were all there once yeah you know what i mean like i would want my kids to be around someone who in those moments that it might not always happen at your house mm-hmm. so in those moments that you're not there that they can get that same affection yeah and it's not taking nothing from them and i feel like people mm-hmm. don't think enough about that they just want to be right. mad and upset and upset and upset so mm-hmm. then they create all this drama and really all you're doing is exposing your kids to a bunch of unhealthy shit right exactly like for why what? wouldn't you want them like you said like why wouldn't you want them to have these like i love the word like bonus like bonus yes man. instead of like snap i love like bonus mm-hmm. mom bonus dad that just really like you know, I used to write on Jose's Father's Day cards. Stepdad only means a step up from the real thing. Because I like, I used to like never want him to feel like, I don't know. I just feel like usually step parents get like a really like negative connotation, Mm -hmm. especially stepdads. Like I feel like everybody be like, oh, I hate my stepdad or stepdads are the Mm -hmm. worst. You know, it's fucking two stepdad movies with like a serial killer. Like it's just like, oh my god. And (laughs) yeah, and I like loved jose so much from like Mm -hmm. the beginning and like who he was in our lives so i was just like i used to always write that in his father's day card like Mm -hmm. at the bottom like stepdad only means a step up from the real thing that's so like because like that's how i felt and i was just like i gotta write that down (laughs) you know it's like a plug or so you said 
Maybe Salisa started doing that for Phil. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Phil, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> He's gonna see it. He's gonna have to us. <laughs> and then she's gonna be like, I have a snack. But I do like that bonus thing. And I feel like mm-hmm. even like, with your perspective, like, see, I am the other person mm-hmm. in my situation. You are the parent who has had to deal with another person mm-hmm. in your situation. But like, I feel like the way that you and Salisa's stepmom handle things, mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. You yeah. don't see that often at all. Like, mm-hmm. you can reach out to her. You can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I talk to her more than I talk to just Lisa's dad. Right. And it's like, it's to a point, and it wasn't always like that, but it was never, it was never like beef. Right. Between us. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, obviously, right off the back and out, I was like, hey girl, what's up? Yeah. But like. I'm drop her off to you on Tuesday. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, but like. like Unless you don't really fuck with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to drop her up if you're listening. Um, like we have each other on social media. Like I can, like she's taking Celise on like a vacation mm-hmm. without her dad and asked me before he asked me. Mm-hmm. She asked me if it was okay with me and like that stuff like that. That means a lot. Or right. reaching out to me to just make sure she's okay, sending me pictures while she's over there, just stuff like that. That's what we need. And I'm sure if I was a bitter baby mama. From the beginning, we wouldn't have that. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have that But even how supportive she is with, like, Malachi and, like, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, like you guys have created, like, a genuine bond. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't see that enough. You don't see Mm -hmm. people give credit enough. And I remember even, like, little things that, like, you went through. Like, I remember when Celise was first, like... That she was gonna call her mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, oh yeah, a better baby mom would have been like, no, the, the fuck way you're not. I feel like the way you handled things with grace. Yeah, just really like your focus has always been Celise and what's right. beneficial to Celise, and it's right. never been like, what you're gonna do? What? No, you're not. Because- right. You don't even know that lady. Oh, like, mother and right. It's like, this is, if she feels comfortable and like knowing Salisa's judgment, if she feels comfortable enough to even say that, right. that she wanted to do something like that, and this was a few years ago, then that shows a lot about her. Right. You know what I mean? That yeah. shows a lot about the other person where, it, like you said, like if I was bitter, I'd be like, you're not calling her that and who's filling your head with these things because like bitter baby moms think everything is about them <laughs> like <laughs> it's right it gets crazy so like i've always in my head i've always been like she's the main focus mm-hmm. she's the main focus i know personally i always got her right like for sure mm-hmm. so i knowing that her dad of course is responsible, you know what I mean, for for sharing that. I don't want to call it a load, but for sharing, you know what I mean, like for sharing the responsibility of having a child, mm-hmm. of course. But God forbid, I always got her, right? You know what I mean, and I never, like, I never withheld her because I was mad, or I never mm-hmm. was like, you know what, you're not seeing your child ever again because. Mm-hmm. You're not taking care of me. Yeah. Like, just weird regardless, shit that people do. Regardless, because, I mean, that your situation wasn't ideal. hmm But, like, regardless of it, you've always... Right. Just been, like... Well, if Salise wants to go over there... Well, if Salise is happy, well... Yeah. Salise, you know, like... And I've always... I remember, like, in the beginning, like, I used to be, like... Girl, bye. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him, no. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but then it's, like... 
you really like mm-hmm. see how like I can have my feels, you know what right. I mean, like aside from that. But right. for her, I always have to make sure if this is what she wants, right? You know what I mean. And this is what I feel might be healthy for her. Mm-hmm. Then this yeah. is what it's going to be. That was the main point. Right. You've That's always what kept it healthy. But I can have my feels aside from aside mm-hmm. from that. Never to her. Like oh, yep. she like she would never. You know what I mean? She would never know that. Mm-hmm. Except whatever feeling she would grow on her own. Right. But if I was one of these, what are we going to call them? B- BBMs. BBMs. <laughs> if I was one of these BBMs, <laughs> bitter bitches, then. Who knows where? Who knows where I'd be right now? Because my brain and my mind would be so fixated on raising hell and making. It, I mean, we know where you'd be. <laughs> making, got a couple examples, right? Making it all about that situation and all about him. Who fucking knows? But <sighs> pushing your, out of that. Just pushing your child but, closer. Just pushing your right. child closer to the other person. I always and like you envy so much. It changes your like going through a situation or even just knowing bitter baby mamas it changes your perspective because I always said I was like I didn't want to get into another relationship with someone with a child mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and god forbid I found him <laughs> <laughs> now I'm his first baby mama <laughs> and only now you trapped him and only so like it kind of changed my perspective because I was like I'm not dealing with that like I'm not dealing with a better baby mom maybe your baby mom could have been the best person ever in fucking life Bro. and we could have been best friends to go get our nails done but probably not. And I'm not dealing with it because I'm not even dealing with my own snacks. Like, why would I deal with your shit? I feel you. I'm too zen for it. I feel like I'm just too, I'd be like, mm-mm. Nope. I don't got fucking time. I don't want to deal with that shit. I'll ride out for, for my bitches and stuff. Fact, I like, never said, oh, I'm not dealing with anybody with a kid because I just never thought about anybody with a kid right like i never was you were like, like niggas like, got kids <laughs> yeah like i was like that was not on my radar right. like uh-uh you stay over there with your little kid no mm-mm. right and then i met eric and i was like change your fucking life <laughs> i was like mm, i don't really know because i know myself i know my lack of self-control mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i can't do this because um I'm going to catch a case. Right. And God has really tested me (laughs) to grow. And that's what I did. Because, you know, you get to a point where... You could have been in jail right now. Serving a nice sentence. You could have been fucking in jail. (laughs) I just feel like you get to a point when maybe if... um, Maybe not in the beginning. I forgot to shut up. (laughs) I'm not elevating my feet. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to stop right now so I can say that. It's uncomfortable. No. Um, you guys to a point where like when you get to know somebody, it's so easy to just be like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with this. Because mm-hmm. like emotions aren't involved and you haven't like grown an attachment right. to the child. And then as time goes on and you get deeper into your relationship. Grows. Then you have to put yourself aside. And honestly, that's what it's like dealing with somebody with a kid. For people who have never dealt with somebody with a kid, who are thinking about dealing with somebody with a kid or shying away from it. I wouldn't say shy away from it because I feel like that's one that's fucked up. But I feel like if you're not big enough to understand that you're not going to come first, second, or third. Mm -hmm. And I remember that was one of the first conversations me me and Eric had because I remember one of our first dates 
that um alicia had got sick mm-hmm. and he had to cancel and he was like facetiming me so i could see that she was sick i was like bro are you like battered like relax um and he was like i just don't understand how like this isn't like basically like a means to an end mm-hmm. like for you like i'm not used to like people being like oh like you're dealing oh, with your okay. kid that's not an issue that's before everybody people are usually like, oh again right so and i had told him like i don't expect to come first second or third to her like mm-hmm. that's your child if you didn't put her first we wouldn't even be talking right um That'd be that would be suspicious. weird yeah like, that would, like that would just be weird to that's me that's a but, whole nother episode girls who are fucking okay with yes. debbie dad that's, that's another yeah. episode mm-hmm. that's that's weird add it to the topic once <laughs> but um <laughs> i just feel like i have had to understand I've had to understand and what made it easier to deal with the shit that I had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Cause it wasn't easy. I mean, you saw firsthand, uh, everything we went through, um, or continue to go through with BBMs. Um, mm-hmm. it's like your love and care for that child. Like mm-hmm. I've always had to be like, all right, react the way that Bianca wants to react and fuck up his situation mm-hmm. or like, put her first first. right Right. and then that became hard for me too because i didn't understand how i as a third party as Mm -hmm. an outsider could put her first and the other parent couldn't right like so to me it just it would make me more angry Mm -hmm. that like yo you really don't put your kid first like you know what i mean like i felt like i was like fighting for her Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean but and there were also times where you were like, I don't want her to see me. Like I don't want her to see me in that light. Like I don't. Want her I don't. To think I don't want to be differently a contributing factor to her destruction. Right. I don't want to be another toxic party. I don't want to be someone that hurts her. I don't want to be someone that mm-hmm. is a reason why she has to have an outlook on life a certain type of way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And am I perfect? No. Did I slip up a handful of times? Mm-hmm. But I'm human. You know what I'm saying? But I've always been honest and explained. And, mm. you know, most of the time it's been having to clarify right. something. You know what I mean? Mm. Things that she shouldn't have been involved in or in privy to in the first right. right, in the in the first place. Like how you said, like, there's mature people who can handle things and there's people who's mm-hmm. like, no, that's not. Right, exactly. Right. So, you know, when you have a genuine bond the way that me and her did, because I never tried. I didn't. I didn't try hard. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was like, mm, I'm a little ratchet. I don't really know. Yeah, if I'm I should just be around. myself. <laughs> I don't really know if I should be around people's kids because, like, you know, like my family, like they all know I'm crazy, but like that's my family. Right. Like, but I was like, mm. Eric been like, get away from my daughter. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> wow, daughter. you're playing back that ass up. Let's go. <laughs> like, wow, I just played that. But, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just never really thought like. I don't know. I don't, I don't consider myself nobody's role model. Like I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I don't sugarcoat shit. That this is who I am. Like I'm right. like this around my mother. I'm like this at work. I'm like this around everybody. I'm not gonna change mm-hmm. for nobody. So when we started growing the bond that we grew and it was so genuine and she was like so attached to me, mm-hmm. I've never had to deal with someone else's drama to right. know that it was gonna turn into fucking world war a fucking zoo <laughs> right bitch like why are you so mad get back in your cage like what are you doing yeah who let you out so yeah and then there's people like you who you know can appreciate someone caring for their child and there's other people that take it as a threat and it's right. like i know don't talk to my kids don't like my sis, kids. i'm not threatened <laughs> like i've been eating a break for years <laughs> okay <laughs> 
like, not threatening at all. But it's definitely, I feel like that's a factor too. It's like the detriment to your kid, the confusion to your kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Celise, thankfully, never had to experience that. Mm-hmm. She never had to see you and her stepmom not get along or speak bad about each other or never had go to feel further. Like she pick sides. Right. Right. And I that's mean, important too because the way, like, have we seen firsthand how that can mess with a child's, like, mental. Uh-huh. Like, to feel like they have to pick sides, to feel like they have to, like, act one way here, mm-hmm. one way there. Like, they should be yep. able to speak freely. And then it's they like, be able to- you, you get used to, like, when you're a single person, mm-hmm. you've been a mom for a long time, so you're used to not thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're used to thinking for someone else. Right. When you are a single person, you don't have kids, you don't I have, have to literally think about thinking about myself. Right. Like, <laughs> you have to pencil that in. You'd be right. like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, rub my own feet. <laughs> right. Watch TV. Sometimes I don't even get to put fucking lotion on <laughs> like, I'm like, ah. Yeah, like, let me, let me fit this in. But when you're, like, a person that didn't have that, like, I didn't have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, single. I'm not tied down. Like, I only had to think for myself. It's easy to react a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, times where, like, I fucked up. You know, I made some mistakes. We're not going to elaborate. <laughs> but I made some mistakes. And there was times where I, like, I surprised myself at how, like, emotional I would get about it. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I, like, let her down. Like, and I would, like, cry to Eric. And I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to be this. Or a parent. <laughs> right. But, like, you don't, you don't notice that changing. Right. And, like, how you, like. Because even remember <laughs> in the beginning, like, for our listeners, for those that don't know, my mom is, like obsessed with children obsessed with her grandchildren mm-hmm. she like from jump when she found out i was talking to somebody with a kid i thought she was gonna be like you're stupid blah 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 blah. she was like oh so my granddaughter oh so my granddaughter and i was right. like you're a psycho like you don't even know her no we were all calling her your stepdaughter before you like <laughs> actually was like my actually niece, embraced it my niece and i used to be like uh my boyfriend's daughter like fall back right <laughs> <laughs> i was like y'all need to chill fall back don't be putting a baby on me. Um, and then it slowly turned into like, what? What did you say? What did you say about my daughter? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, like, slowly like, what? <laughs> Who's that sound of her at the daycare? Oh, okay. Um, it just started shifting and it's like, you don't notice it. Right. And then like, builds. other people would notice it first, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they would like, say something to me about her or whatever. They'd be like, you're such a mom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I'm not. When we going out, like, what you talking about? <laughs> but yeah it was just like i feel like i was like just so like protective right i mean i still am but now like she's like like my daughter yeah like we just had a surrogate we don't even have a bbm yeah we don't even have a bbm at this point she's not even a bonus mom she was like a donor yeah we don't even know what to call her she's like a what's the opposite of a bonus Ooh, a tax deduction or something. I don't know. No, that's good. We have tax deductions. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something like the opposite She's of bonus. Somebody that we used to know. Right. Like that song. Y'all DK share the same kid. <laughs> like, I mean, sometimes. We just found her somewhere. In a crack house somewhere. <laughs> so I feel like we need to end this like with like a PSA. Okay. For all the BBMs. Okay. Let it go. Like, yes. Three fucking words. That's all y'all gotta do. I feel like y'all should use Google and see if there's a support group out there for Bitter Baby Mamas. (laughs) I didn't look it up. 
But I feel like Look there out, should like, be. Like, no. There should be a support group out there. Baby mama support group. There oh, is? No. Oh, no. It's just the movies. The movie. Oh. Wait, no. Bitch, I There's like- a Facebook group. Stop. No, is it just for baby mamas? Because that's probably just for single parents, Frida. Oh. It doesn't say bitter baby mamas. No. Yeah, I'm sure there's a baby, baby mama support mama. group, Frida. Oh my god. That's stupid. Whatever. No, it's like, what if, like, you lost someone and, like, you're just raising your kid alone? Hashtag bitter baby mama. Hashtag. No. Okay, whatever. It's just, uh, uh, wow, a lot of stuff is coming up when you hashtag bitter baby mama on Facebook. That might be a nice thread to read at once. <laughs> You know how when you read comments, you're like, wow, that's fucking juicy. Anyway. I can't. Just let it the fuck go. Let that man go. Yeah, let it go. Take care of your kids. Not saying let him do whatever the fuck he wants and not take care of his child. By all means, he is responsible for his child, but he do not need to take care of you. And the leading cause of bitter baby mamas is keeping that baby to keep that man. Boom. Preach. Preach. Or getting pregnant to keep that name. Right, exactly. Sneakies. We know y'all too. <laughs> okay. We fucking know y'all too. Sneakies. Can't stand them. Oh my god. So we're gonna get off these bitter bitches and get into a get it sis. Oh shout yes. out. Okay. Get it. So this week's Get It Sis goes out to Amber Gibson. She is the owner of a mobile mimosa bar called The Bubbly Bar here in Norristown. Um, The Instagram is thebubblybar underscore. You can also email them at mobilebubblybar at gmail.com. They service Philly, Jersey, and Delaware and surrounding areas of Philly. They have mango, pineapple, and tangerine flavors of orange juice. And they also offer mimosa butter cookies. Um... They cater events. It's real cute. I like the setup. I, yeah. it's, just, it's a vibe. Um, and I think I tried the mango one. Well, I tried a... Basically, I just had mango ones. orange juice because that's when no one knew I was pregnant. So, basically, I just had mango <laughs> orange juice. But I'm looking... <laughs> the mango orange juice was good. And I'm looking forward to getting a little spike in that the next right? time. Okay? Right. So, make sure y'all go hit up Amber. Follow her page. Support her. Share her page. It don't cost nothing to be supportive. Especially when you see women out here getting it and growing their businesses, which we love to see. Definitely. It's definitely time to wrap it up, sis. All right, y'all. That brings us to the end of our 16th episode. Make sure you follow, subscribe, and click the fifth star. Leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Sister Sister Podcast. As always, that first sister is with an A. Follow us on Twitter at the Sister Sister Pod. And don't be shy. Shoot us an email at sister sister podcast at gmail.com. Bye, y'all. Bye.